Yo. So, when I first started doing this podcast, I got sent a video from a friend, and it was like a statistic of podcast that um, something like 80% of podcasts don't make it to episode 4. And here we are, episode 4. So I'm in uh, the minority, which is quite cool. Uh, to be fair though, the video also went on to say that if you do make it to episode 4, there's like a 95% chance you won't make it to episode 12. So we'll worry about that later on. But here we are, episode 4. This is with uh, Thomas Davies, or Tomo, as he's mostly known as. Uh, I've known Tomo for probably about 10 years. Mostly from just working at Monty's, pretty much. And knowing kind of the same people. Fucking lovely guy. Uh, tried to do this for a while. Finally got it done. It was a good laugh. It was good to just kind of sit and reminisce about old bands that we love. Reminisce about... Well, he can reminisce about the kind of days of his early band, um, or bands, uh, just sitting chatting about Pesh about that. Just, yeah, good conversation. Really, really nice. Uh, yeah, just as always, thank you for if you've downloaded this episode or any other episode or subscribed to it on any of the platforms or liked anything on Instagram, shit like that. All, all means a lot to me. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, this is episode four of Podcast with Thomas Davies. Right, Thomas Davies, off the band Waves, currently? Currently, yes. Currently, yes. How we doing? All good, son, all good. So, get us on the way. So, how I kind of start every kind of podcast, chatting about the early days of your life. So, you grew up in Fairland, didn't you? I did, I. You did. So, right, first, basically, your first take of music, what was, what was playing in the house when you were younger? What was your kind of first fuck? I want that on CD to play in my room. <laughs> when I was younger, it was all punk. Uh, my dad was a massive punk. Oh, my nice. mum was always into music and that, but never anything yeah. crazy like what my dad was, but he yeah. was just going head punk. Nice. So it was a lot of that kind of stuff. I remember the first time really getting into music was Green Day. My dad let me listen to Green Day. Like, I, I know, I can't remember when that came out. I don't know if it was. Um, what album? That's what I'm trying to remember. I, I, American Pie. American. I think it was American Four. That was definitely a prominent one, but it was before that. It was oh. Nimrod warning. What was the one with? Um, Dookie. Yeah, what was the one with that on it? Uh, basket case. Aye, she, basket. Aye, yeah, Dookie, That was yeah. a basket case. Well, when, yeah. I, when I uh, well when I come around. Yeah, I've that got was a paradise. Aye. And all that, yeah. So that's ah yeah, and uh, Oasis. Yeah, my, me and my dad were really, really, really into Oasis. So that's that's really really where it came from. Yeah. Aye, my earliest what my earliest memories are with my dad. Aye. Aye. You ever got what was your kind of first gig? Were you taken to? My first gig, um, I was definitely taken to gigs when I was younger, but the first gig I remember was when I was about 15, 16, and it was Enter Shikari, right before... That was your first gig? Yeah, man, and done Fuck the that I remember. That I, like, that I, obviously, I'd, I'd probably been to see shows and that kind of stuff, Yeah. but uh, the first gig that I went to, where it was like, right, on you go, I'll pick my dad and that, we'll pick you up after, it was Enter Shikari, and they hadn't released... They either had just released Tate to the Skies or they hadn't released it. What venue was this? It was in Fat Sam's. In Dundee? Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, man, it was all 2007-ish. Uh, 2006, 2007. Yeah. I'm trying to remember because it was a, a guy called Andy Irvin got his tickets and that for it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I was about maybe third or fourth year at high school. 
and that was the first gig I remember, Enter Shikari. But then even after that, it took me so long to get back into that kind of music. Aye. Oh yeah, yeah. I was a DJ in everyone first, man. Oh, you like DJ fucking bad boy and all that shit. I loved it. That's aye. what I. I suppose that's where the Shikari bit comes from because it's kind of a bit of both. Must have been DJ into. That's class. Your first gig in Shikari. Shikari, mate. Aye. Do you think, did you go anything to any before that with your dad? Do you think you went to any local stuff or even like, I don't know? I do. I remember going to like a big, big gig with my dad, but I can't remember what it was. Um, but nah, nah, it wasn't nah. Because um, it was after after going to Enterscarry that I started going to like all the PJ gigs and that on Tuesday nights right. in Dunfermline. Ah, uh, yeah, stuff. back I don't then. Know if you yeah. remember that. No, I remember it. Yeah. I, um, because you're what 93 I'm 93 oh, I'm yeah I'm yeah, two years older eh? so yeah Forget about that nah that's class man your first gig being <laughs> in fatties the only and the only song I knew for them, them was um, it was a demo of The Feast The Feast yeah oh uh, yeah uh, no 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 no. Mothership Mothership I didn't uh, it was Mothership and I also had this demo of um Oh, what was that? What's a big one? Sorry, you're not a winner. Yeah, sorry, you're not a winner. Yeah, because yeah. it was a rip from a. I don't even know if it was them because it wasn't the album version. I got it from. Yeah, Lime there Lime. is. Yeah, there is a there is an EP version. I've got the old the old school EP for two thousand and four. I think it was that yeah, EP that uh, I yeah. yeah yeah. So nice. that was that's all I'd really heard. And I went to yeah. see them, and man, they were. I remember them being awful. Like they were honestly really. Oh yeah, man, they weren't. They weren't not like. I don't know if it was the sounds or I don't know what it was. It was just so much going on, but the gig was insane. Like they weren't. Yeah. I like I just remember them not being amazing, but it was just the atmosphere and that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's what you're after. Yeah. Who supported? Do you mind? Oh, I can't remember. Nah. I, I didn't. I don't think we even seen the support bands. Right. Yeah, I can't remember any of that. Fatties is such a good venue as well. Oh, seen a good few bands in there. Yeah, that's class. So your first gig with Shikari. Um, so when did you start getting? Okay, so you, you like you went to Shikari, and even then you still wanted that arsed about metal. Nah. What made you? What was the next step? Was it an album you got given, or was it a gig you got dragged to? Or um, what got me into like getting into bands? It was it was a gig in Dunfermline. Um, it was actually at Tower House. Oh, nice! I yeah. forgot about that place. It was. Uh, I can remember the bands playing. It was Fire and Effect. If you can remember those guys, man, no. great. So you had Fire and Effect. You had Sidetracked, and oh. it was actually the Psychedelics, who were. You know, like Grant Allen, all they kind of guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was their very, very first band, the Psychedelics. So all playing at Tower House, man. Yeah, and I just started playing guitar around that point. The reason I started playing guitar was actually a bet with my, with my friend Ryan Gunster. Like we're both, <laughs> yeah, we've been playing guitar here on that kind of stuff, and yeah, he bet. I can't remember what the bet was. I think he said, if, I don't know if I learned a song. He'd give me a song. If you don't unlock this whatever. achievement on Xbox, no, we still learn guitar. Oh, I don't know. No, but if you if you can't get this achievement on Xbox 360 on your guitar here, you've got to get a guitar. That kind of bit. Or, no, it wasn't even nah. that. It was, it was it was if I can learn a song on guitar, then oh, I, right. I think he was going to give me the guitar or something oh, like nice. that. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a good deal. Did I, you get the guitar? Eh, yeah, I did actually. It was an <laughs> SG. I, I, I don't nice. know. I think I, I think I bought it often, but I did get that. Yeah, it was a it was a black Epiphone SG. I'm sure it was Ryan Gunster I got that from. And that was that was my first electric guitar, but uh, it was I uh, was that gig that that's that it was that gig that got me getting into bands and that kind of stuff. Yeah, getting into music, I, I can't can't actually remember, man. It was just <laughs> one of the things when I started realizing gigs were happening, I just started going. And yeah, never stopped. I think I think it's different. Obviously, uh, like you went to a bigger concert with your dad when you said when you, you can't really remember. Yeah. But obviously, Shikari, I mean, fact, he's not a big venue. And then this next gig at the Tower House, I think when you start going to small gigs where they're like. 
150 capacity rooms and there's still just the band's girlfriend and the barman that's the guys you can appreciate more and that's a kind of more of an eye-opener in music than going to say a sold-out academy or something like that oh, you know what i mean you're spot on it yeah show something you can actually achieve yourself yeah yeah exactly that i mean that can be you and it, you know what i mean if you ask a promoter it's a good chance it will be you know what i mean exactly so, uh sound so what after the tower house what was you think happened after that then um, obviously it was just going to the PJs gigs and that kind of stuff there was a yeah. few bands this is when I was still in high school so yeah. there was a few bands that um, that we tried to start a few boys in school um, again a boy called Ryan Gunster he was always any was names always, of bands? no nah, we never nah. ever came up with any names or anything like that nah. I never gigged or anything uh, the first band that actually started gigging was Miss and Myla yes <laughs> I, I think I was about 17 what we're missing 18. my all started yeah yeah I was about 17, 18 and that all started <laughs> was that started at high school then? I'd we was on the same year or something? no 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 so I'd um, when I was in 5th and 6th year of high school we'd been hanging about we'd been camping a lot so we met all this all these other groups uh, these other groups of people and that was like um, like Jake Kinley and uh, Ken Cosgrove and all those kind of guys if you remember them uh, Liam Young yeah there we go yeah um, and then, yeah, it was actually going to these parties. Um, it was actually at Rhiannon Near's house party. Yeah, yeah. All right, okay. Met Liam Young, and then they were in a band called, what were they called again? Fucking Bad Rabbit or some shit like that. <laughs> Can't remember, something rabbit. Uh, aye, and then that was it. I talked to Liam and Kieran, and we started missing Milo. And that was, what was the first EP called again? We just talked about that. <laughs> first EP. Lost and Found. Lost and Found. Missing, and my, missing my lot. Lost and Found. We were lost for many years until Tom will found them on his flat. That's <laughs> it. Aye, aye, you're right, you're right, yeah. Moving him. Yeah, we found a big mass, a box absolutely filled with these CDs. Yeah. Like, obviously never ever sold them. That was a good one. That was a, a, a guy called Gav Mould that recorded that for us from Cross, Crossgate, Crossford? Aye, in Crossford. Aye. Aye, aye, we recorded it on the guy on the Gav's house. Oh, nice. Aye. That was a funny one. <laughs> and then aye, that's what got us into gigging. What was your first gig from Missing My Old, do you remember? Yeah, it was in a, it was in Jam Jar Sinkies. It was the downstairs. Like I've been working there for a while, so uh, we got the gig downstairs. And we karaoke bit. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. kinda uh, it was like a stage almost, yeah. Aye, it was that's yeah. how it, the, to be honest, man, some of the best gigs in there were downstairs. Aye. Yeah, like um, because it was just a lot more intimate, more, a lot more intense. It was right. never any lights or any, anything like that, but yeah. there was some decent gigs down yeah. there. Like, I remember seeing a lot of metal bands at the time was not into metal, didn't understand it uh, at all, so I didn't appreciate it um, until that was still with Missing Milo when, when we supported a band and I started appreciating it. Did you start off as just a bartender in Sinkies? No, so uh, I actually started off as um, a porter, a kitchen porter. Oh yeah, they did food there, eh? Yeah, they did. It was great. They done really good food. I, I, I was working in um, what happened? I'd, oh, I was studying drama. I left that. Uh, I was working in Amazon, and then I that's when I started going, started working in Sinkies at the weekends. Dropped that, and then it was from working in Sinkies that I started doing like getting into gigs, doing it myself, and learning sound. Yeah, but uh, aye, and then I, I think I first gig was supporting the Hype Fury. Right. Okay. They were another good like I remember that name. I they're, don't... they're Tigris now. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, okay, yeah, right. Yeah. That yeah, right. That makes sense. And that's another band. Like, I, uh, that's probably why I love the guys so much. But uh, yeah, they were one of the either one of the we either support that was either our first gig supporting them or I think it was. I'm sure. I'm sure it was. But we had the guys in quite a lot. Right. I know Altered Sky. That was another one I remember. 
that we supported missing Myla in the jam jar. <laughs> I miss, I mind, uh, I mind back in the day, uh, jam jar were the only, like, one of the first people on the tune to do burger eating competitions. Yeah. It was my mind, that big burger was like, can like, 50 quid if you eat it or something and all that. Aye, I never have got around to doing it. They did bucky bombs and all that. Yeah, they yeah. did. Aye, aye. They were kind of, not ahead of their time, but they did things that people really, really wanted. <laughs> Stephen Elaine, that was Stephen Elaine that ran that it. Was, eh? yeah. Yeah, I, I miss I miss that place. She was on a like a fear of flying. They were uh, Steve. Uh, St- uh, it was like an STV thing. I remember. I was like, can't they send me like two weekends ago? Yeah. <laughs> Aye, Steve is absolutely petrified of flying, but yeah. he would still fly like every second year because uh, Elaine loved going out to Turkey. Yeah. Um, but I uh, was petrified. Yeah, it was oh, it was such a shame. Like obviously, when you watch it, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Oh man, I, I, I'm always saying it's a shame because I'm terrified of flying as well. So, oh, just, yeah. oh yeah, man, I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah. So I understand, but you're watching it, you're like, yeah, man, that's exactly what it's fucking like. <laughs> <laughs> the main reason missing Mel, I never got anywhere. You just kept turning down EU tours. That was it. That, that was, was it. Totally aye, it. Aye, they kept asking us to do warp tour, and I was like, man, I can't. <laughs> I can't, do it. I can't fly. Aye, fucking so- <laughs> Scotland's biggest pop punk bands. No, no. <laughs> there was a lot of good pop punk bands going around at that point, actually. Like who? Uh, mindset of Threat, remember they was no, they were the metal bands. Uh, they, ah, they whoever it was, it yeah, Detroit. That was it, yeah, Detroit. Detroit, they, never yeah, heard of them. Yeah, uh. Detroit. They ended up being um, oh, who did they turn into? Um, they were big a few years ago. Um, they were supporting like uh, that Welsh pop punk band that everybody neck neck deep in that. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. They were, aye, they were, oh man, they were really good. I, I cannot, it's, Mike Kendall was the uh, front man. Right. Um, oh wait, no, that's another band I'm thinking of now. Now I'm getting proper mixed up, mate. Yeah, oh, no, no, I'm no. thinking of another band now. Just grab that. <laughs> yeah, no. So you did the Lost and Found EP. Yeah. And then what was the other EP after that? Uh, something Pieces or something? We never, I think that was the only EP we actually recorded. After that, we just started doing singles. Uh, we'd done... Passing or oh, passing places. That was it. Yeah, that yeah. That we single. Did, we recorded that, but I didn't. I didn't think we ever released that. But I found it about four or five years ago. Somewhere. So you promoted it like fucking. You're missing my other page, and it never actually came out. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it never yeah. came out. Yeah, it, it is somewhere, but we yeah. never actually. I'm not. I'm pretty sure we didn't actually do the release. We broke up <laughs> before the release happened, but it did end up going out there. So what happened with the breakup then? What happened there? Ah oh, man, just uh, like everybody, right? We're not, aye, we're not seventeen anymore. We can't keep. Pretty much, yeah. I just, uh, just voice one. Just Liam, do you know what it was Liam was starting to get pretty success, pretty successful with his management. I'm pretty sure, or he was going off to uni, one of the two, and uh, I, we're all just starting to do different things and just couldn't really be bothered with it anymore. Um, but yeah, so we just done that last run. I don't think we were properly going to break up. We're just going to like stop for a while and then get back into it. Yeah. Uh, me and me, Wig and Chris were. I'm sure we were planning on starting another band, and then that's when Archives kicked in. Yeah. But um, I just got to the end of it, and we're just we were only writing songs, would not recording anything. And yeah. I just what like what happens with bands? Plus, I really getting over the music. I I was the sound. I was sick. I was sick on the last tour as well. Like, it just could not be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Liam, we just could not be fucked. Aye. There was a video I seen, I look back on the Missing Mile page, it was like, uh, Dundee or something, 
Uh, is it Buskers and Dundee? I think or yeah, something. Yeah, aye, that that was the last few dates, mate. Was That's, it? Aye, because I was singing at that point and everything. Aye, the who was the, the other boy that left? Uh, we had Danny. Danny was the first vocalist, man. Danny, yeah. Danny was good. I, I, I was trying to remember. We, we we kicked him out, man. I can't remember why. <laughs> we're kids, eh? it was probably for something stupid. <laughs> um, and then it was, then it was saying, then aye, uh, then it was Chelsea that was singing for a little bit. Then it was just we just done it as a four piece. And you just took on vocal duties. Aye, I just done vocals. Right. Aye. And then by the end of it, yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking your voice up every night. To be, I think we played like when I was singing. I'm pretty. No, 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 no. That, that was Studio Twenty Four. That was one of the last gigs we done. That I in remember. Glasgow. Oh, nice. No, Studio in Studio in uh, Edinburgh. Oh, Edinburgh. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, totally. Aye. Yeah. Aye. No, that's good. Is that one of your last gigs then? One of the last ones. Aye. Right. It was aye. the last one I had hometown done gig or. Do you know what I think the last one? I think the last one we ever done was actually supporting Here Lies a Warning. Uh, the last ever gig in twenty fifteen. No, 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 no. That was archives. That was archives. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember you yeah. supporting that gig. I, didn't, I forgot what band it was. Yeah, it's. I can't remember what it was, but I'm missing Milo. That was a. It was. It was supporting Here Lies a Warning. We just done a wee tour and Kaz drove us, and then uh, Kaz had asked if Miss Milo wanted to open for the show, and it, I remember being at that show, man. It was like. Fucking actually seen who lies a warning in Dunfermline, and I went, I nah, I need to get into that scene. Yeah, like that is fucking crazy. I was like a year out of here lies a warning. Uh, oh, yeah. I remember my sister um, downloading a here lies a warning EP yeah. off their Facebook back in the day, and like and like the whole wee line wire thing and all that shit. Uh, I remember liking them, but I just, I think their kind of best times was like 2010, 11, 12. I was just kind of starting going out then, but I wasn't that. No. I was only like 16, 17. Um, so never really. But I remember the last gig, uh, the Christmas gig in 2015. Uh, Aye, their final yeah, Their final yeah. gig with archive support. I knew you, I knew you were at that gig. So I remember yeah. speaking to you about it and you were on playing PGs with your lives. Aye. Um, but I, I think I couldn't get it off work or something because it was Aye. a Friday or something. Uh, they're, they're kind of one of the more like, the, one of the more successful bands in Dunfermline for that scene for for metal yeah I, 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 like, oh, there's a few bigger I mean you've got like I'm pretty sure God Eater like the guys they're from Scotland so nah I mean so, specifically Dunfermline I, from Dunfermline yeah, yeah by far uh, here yeah. lies I mean they were um, they, they went on tour with Close Your Eyes yeah and that's Sam Ryder you yeah. know <laughs> fucking he's the UK's sweetheart at, at the moment <laughs> um, but, did you guys at my, in my level get a decent support to no, we got a decent support gig. One yeah. decent support gig. Yeah, uh, and that was uh, me, me versus Hero. Yeah. <laughs> Do you mind that uh, giant headline tour in 2010 or 11 they did with Havana and they played the Cat House? No. Yeah, I've actually got the, the original poster for it. Yeah, I, it was before, oh, this was man. just after Ryan had left and right. they brought in uh, Max from a boy called Bride, F, a band called Brides. And I'm sure he was either at that gig or he had just left because I. They brought in another screaming after Ryan left. Aye. Um, but I, me versus Hero and Havana did a, a co-headline gig. That's cool. Uh, to, to a tour, and I think Emma Rosa were supporting as well. Mind of them. Yeah, Emma yeah, Rosa. Emma Rosa uh, yeah, because that was what's his name. I can't. I'm shit with that stuff. Oh, same. No. Um. Oh, the singer. He, he was dance gam and dancing that as well. We ripped off all his fans. Was it? Oh yeah, my total. <laughs> Aye, so man. did you get a me versus Hero gig? That was right. The band I was actually thinking of before, yeah, Detroit. That was, I think it was yeah, Detroit. It was actually they guys. They asked us uh, to come and support. He'd put it on in um, Opium in Edinburgh, and 
that was that was actually about mid- midway through missing Myla. But like I at the time, me versus Hero were one of my favourite bands, so that yeah. was a cool one. That yeah. was the biggest one I think missing Myla got. We played liquid rooms and stuff. Where was the me versus Hero gig? That was an opium. An opium, and right? Man, okay, it was dead. 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 Aye. Yeah, they just. This is. This was at the very end of their. Uh, I think this was the last tour they'd done. Yeah, their uh, peak was like oh seven oh eight. Such think, a shame, yeah. man. Like, they just. They were always just a great. They were always supporting these yeah. decent bands and that, but they just. Aye, they just never got any over. Or they never looked like they got over the edge, but they were yeah. so good. Like see live, man. So tight. Honestly, amazing. That's a shame. That is a shame. Like they released the album and then just disappeared. Right, okay. Yeah. I can't remember what the EP was called that had that song that everybody fucking knew. I'm again bad at this sucker. shit. Uh, yeah. Shut up, sucker. Or yeah, shut up, sucker. I remember that, and then nah, that's cool. You for uh, them, and I, yeah, they just kind of disappeared. I'm sure they just broke up. Me yeah, versus they, Hero. Nothing happened. Eh? They just done that last album, and there was some sort. You could tell if you listen to the album, you can tell they were on their way out. Like, what were they like at the gig? Were you chatting? Obviously, were the, you like trying to keep the inner fanboy and like, or did you like? Man, I'm such a shitbag. I will not talk to people. Oh man, I'm, I'm opposite. Su- oh man, I wish I was like that. I'm such a shitbag. Like even even people I know, like for example, Tigers. Like I I I wouldn't say I know them, but when talking to them, they did remember when I was playing up times a a being at Jam Jar and meeting them as Height Fury. They remembered right, okay. even then. I was too scared to talk to people yeah. and stuff. Totally like, and I, like I kind of know them, and it's I I'm just a shitbag when it comes to that kind of stuff. I'm swearing, can I swear? Of course you can, Good man. Adam, fucking man. cunt, yes fucking you can. Fucking yes. <laughs> right, so that happened. You yeah. did the Me versus Hero, that was your kind of peak of missing my life. <laughs> Probably, aye. That's actually not a bad start for a for a small band. It I was. mean, but what Me versus Hero meant to you, you know what I mean? And that's cool. You got to do that. It's one thing off a bucket list. Oh, aye. Right, so how did Archives start from that? Were you still hmm. in Missing Myla when Archives started to... Uh, form. I, I think so so yeah I, I miss a mile we're still kind of going do you know what it was we're taking a high as to change because we're going heavier that's what had happened so letting, letting, the, letting the public fucking steam off for a bit aye. and come back to this <laughs> aye, but we're going to we're going to go a bit heavier because eh? yeah. I, I, I was wanting to try screaming and that at that point but never came to fruition uh, I was working in so the public are still in that like where the fuck are they no I still, 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 like, still missing man we're coming back come on where's my little man one day uh, <laughs> one day I still play some of the songs man eh? like some of them just, you know. kick at some of the old riffs <laughs> that's it she fucking ceiling through my cat at the minute man didn't start <laughs> um, but aye so yeah yeah and then I was working in Monty's um, at this point I was studying music as well, uh, fucking Perth. And it was Kyle Duncan was coming into the pub and Robbie, Robbie McIntosh. Right. And we're just going on about starting a band. And we're like, fuck it, let's start a band. And then it just kind of went through there. Our, our first drummer was Chris. When we were first talking about it, I was meant to be the city screamer. Cause again, that's, I was what I tried yeah. at that point. But then Nessie was up for it. Yeah. And I'd, I, at this point, I never knew Nessie. I'd never met him before. I knew of him. But and he was in Pages for, since like that 2008 or something. He'd always so. been booking aye. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. But I'd, I'd, I'd never actually spoken to him or met him properly. Uh-huh. For, aye. So I'd probably seen him maybe once a week, every week for most of my fucking life. But yeah. Never, never actually spoken yeah. to each other. Um, so I then I heard Nessie was coming and we started this band. Kyle, the first song Kyle let us hear was a uh, mindset. I don't know if you, if you're, if you're, yeah, I, I remember there was one recording like an old hoose. That the video, oh, the that, video. Oh shit! That wasn't a. That wasn't mindset. That was. <laughs> that was a. No, that wasn't reply either. That was a. Was it mindset? No, it wasn't mindset. We never done a video for mindset. That was. 
the reason we've done the video for that song is because it was short <laughs> um, oh, budget fuck. mate budget we never put that on the man aye we, we couldn't even take a job I've got it here it was uh, that's a funny one to talk erase erase that was mindset as the b-side on what's that iTunes, yeah. mindset was a single uh, and that was like essentially the b-side but that yeah. was they were dead man they they ended up being demos because we re-recorded um, oh I know mindset <laughs> but I mindset that was like the first riff Kyle came up with um, and I it was same that got it was really the guys that got me more into metal like it was just, Kyle was like go and listen to while she sleeps crows like that's the kind of shit I want to do you were at um, sleeps for me at the Alhambra yeah, uh, yeah, yeah that was oh that was uh, the best band that Inferno ever got was that with you were you with us all night that night no I so I was with <laughs> my mates and I seen you in the pit I was like fucking knew you'd be here we- uh, you, you, yeah I know the, the house party it was Vanessa <laughs> I so you say that. it was yeah. Vanessa that's one of the fucking coolest stories ever uh, we, we put on the after show party and that so we could fucking play in that as well that's minted uh, they all came to the gig like after aye because you just played uh, the after party yeah. yeah it was a Sunday night I remember it I went, I went home after the gig I was just I'm sure I was out the night before uh, and it was built I mean watching built I hate built I think that's shit really oh yeah so oh, I was man. just standing I'm just, I've just got a headache now like I've had my my release of positive endorphins with <laughs> with <laughs> uh, while she sleeps that was a cracker that was my first time seeing sleeps too really yeah oh, yeah mine too yeah, yeah, yeah. Aye, that was my. That was the kind of because after that, after that tour, laws changed his vocal techniques and they didn't get as heavy. Mm. They didn't play crows that gig either, which I was gutted about. I spoke to him that night about that. He was about talking not about about crows. No, about why he was changing his vocal technique and that because he, he was spitting blood after the end of the set. He ended up with um, vocal notes. I don't know what that is. It sounds bad though. Vocal, oh man, they're horrible. So you've got, and I could be wrong here. I, I'm trying to remember back for fucking drama and shit now. But what happens is you've got your fold, your uh, vocal folds and your false folds. And right. this is something that's really a, a normality in screaming and shit. And you've got to watch out for it. And that's why you don't use your throat when you're singing. It's all through the diaphragm. Uh, pushing yeah. Air. But you end up with like sores on your false folds. Uh, so it can't open as much. Right. So essentially, if I had it right now, like, uh, this would be the only tone I can really talk in. I wouldn't yeah. be able to go higher, I wouldn't be able to go lower because uh, the vocals just can't register and that kind of stuff. It's, it's crazy, it's so bad. Yeah. And he ended up going through a lot of surgery and all that kind of stuff. And you ever watched the, changed. you know, the song Torment on um, Brainwashed? They basically yeah. they made a they made a documentary called Torment. All right. Um, and there is a lot of that, and it'd be like there's a video of Law screaming, and you just see him spit blood in his hand, and he just shows a uh, mat. Uh, and it's like like again you know what I mean and it's like fuck so you knew obviously going into URW the, the next album that things had to change in that uh, but I think that was like my favourite era of Sleeps because I loved the Brainwashed I loved uh, This Is The Six and yeah. obviously I loved the EP aye man um, that was after, yeah that was the peak for me personally uh, no, they're, they're here, getting man. bigger they're playing Ali Pali next year okay. which is amazing cool. which is amazing uh, but for me that was like the kind of best time for them you can even see them like like a lot of them are taking a lot of, like a bigger step in the vocal roles as well in the bands uh, especially Sean Sean, Sean and Matt Sean's great though Sean's yeah. like a really good vocalist they're such cool guys as well man like the way that they, they the way they work everything with their warehouse and that kind of stuff they're just proper inspiration if you're in a if you're in an up and, up and coming metal band or yeah. they should be anyway yeah uh, they started oh, for, the, the, for the bottom eh? yeah. that's all about them right for the bottom um, and then I, just, they will they will sell at Ali Pali as well they'll, they'll announce some really good up and coming metal band as a support and that'll be the thing that, no oh, I hate Malevolence you're joking fucking shit no I man. seen them so uh, who was I speaking to it was that Kenneth was Nessie yeah uh, I'm going to architect she was like you need to go see Sleep Token 
Ah, yes. So, and then obviously in the 11s were on before them, and I went to go see them. They just sound like, oh, this is just, uh, to me, this is just standard issue shit metal band. So, in my opinion, they are, they're, they're very, like, they're boring. There's nothing new, there's nothing new, they're not bringing anything new to the table. They're, they're bringing it back round, in my opinion. Like, you know, yeah. like, uh, they're, they're your classic kind of real fucking dad metal man. Yeah. Like I think they're modernising that. Um, I, I I don't know. That's gonna be my get for them, but I get you. I, like I see, like they're not they really. Long I think for fucking... people like see when we were seventeen, so like architects bring me yeah. sleeps those days. You know what I mean? That was our kind of look up bands that are getting bigger as we're going. Aye. Malevolence are for the people who were born in two thousand and seven. That's their band at fourteen year old. Like oh this really speaks to me that's them but it just does not, nothing for me Aye, so no, anyway I've seen them support uh, Architects thought they were shite seen Sleep Token fucking blew me away Aye, Sleep Token blew me away I've actually got a ticket for the Barrowlands in January that's yeah. going to be fucking sick uh, Northlane supporting as oh, well man. good lineup. wait do you know about the Bears to Straight for the Path lineup? No. in March next year oh, oh straight, man Straight for the Path Beartooth yeah so my birthday weekend is on buzzing oh I'll have to get yeah, tickets I for get that tickets, one yeah. really uh, Barrowlands Fuck, 14th of March oh it's going to be a sick oh, one oh that'll be good yeah. good no. start to the yeah, year yeah 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 yeah. Beartooth are a band that I love but not seen yet eh? like absolutely love Beartooth I've seen them I can't remember what the tour was but the fact that they use a family guy poster as their uh, aye, I can't remember what it was. <laughs> as the as the advertisement for it, it was like 2015 or 16. I can't mind. That's fantastic. What were we talking about there before we started chatting about fucking? Uh, we're talking talking about the gig in Dunfermline. Uh, uh, um, while she sleeps in. Aye, sorry. Uh, yeah, going into that. Yeah, aye, yeah. Aye. So yeah. I would. I would. Uh, aye, that was a cool. Gig played that. You played the after party. That was yeah, it. Yeah. I was like, that was a. That Did was not standing watching. Yeah, man. That That's was, minty. Dude. I was. There was a sneaky. There was a sneaky part. That was a sneaky part on my behalf. Uh, I just kind of knew, like, put an after party on the bands might turn up. Yeah. Put your band on playing the bands. Like, the bands are going to see your band. Well, the, there's about a thousand folk at that gig, so yeah. a thousand metalheads. Okay, at least two hundred of them will go to PGs. But uh, so all the cold drain were there. Laws and a couple of other guys were down for the for us guys, and all the bullet were there. Bullet, all the bullet watched them. Yeah, man, I uh, got um, well, I can't, what's the guitarist's name? I can't remember. I don't know this shit. Fuck you. <laughs> but no, man. But bullet, actually, do you know what? Bullet are one band that I always listened to. Funny enough, even before I was into metal, I like Bullet. Right. Yeah, like so I'd have like a way to say the wombats, fucking Arctic monkeys and then bullet. Yeah. And like aye, I don't know why, so I think that, I love that tour as well, good on them, like, because I love how Don Fairman got there was no I think we were like one of two Scottish shows. Yeah. Like, it's usually Aberdeen yeah. or Inverness or it was Glasgow. Aberdeen. Uh, yeah. Uh, well yeah, but Don Fairman yeah. got a gig. Aye. Yeah. So I was I worked at the restaurant next to the Alhambra and I spoke to him, I was like, How the fuck did you get that? And it's like just one of those one off ones, like they've never had a metal band like that since. Mate. They could get them. They, oh, I know that. They yeah, I'm well aware of that. Aye. Yeah, they've Aye. got. They've, they've had so many opportunities, and um, but to be fair, she with the Alhambra. Some of the gigs you look back on, like Biffy played there with a live orchestra in Did 2008. They? Yeah. Oh man. Oh what? And it's it's disgusting. Like obviously Frabbit played there. Um, Twin Atlantic played there with more than Atlanta supporting. Holy yeah, shit. that was 2012 in the free tour. You had uh, um, not 19 forever guys. What they call them? Oh. Uh, Glubertines no, no Cortinas Cortinas yeah, Cortinas, yeah. I can't mind it's some indie aye. shite so Neither. did the Libertines not play there as well the Libertines did that? play aye, there did yeah aye. yeah because I worked the after party for that it was a Sunday night fucking hell yeah oh it was brutal Pete, Pete Doherty no Pete Doherty yeah <laughs> so right so 
Sleep. You got sleeps to watch your archives. Gig. That's cool. Somebody sleeps where they are in any. We kind of skipped a bit here, so we went back to how archives started. Oh, we sh- talked about yeah. mindset. Aye, we 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 did a few songs. I'd had my I had a few songs written down. that was shit, so I couldn't write metal. But Kyle, man, Kyle writes some. He Kyle wrote most of the riffs for all the archive stuff. He's really uh, good at writing. He's really cool technical riffs, and I'd just pick the rest of it. Like, and then we'd sit down and turn it into a song. But yeah, man, like Kyle is a fucking robot. You ask him to play a C chord of guitar, you'll look at you like you're stupid. <laughs> like honestly, but put him into put him into a studio. Say right, play this. So he's self-taught. Yeah, he's not. Like, he can't read a sheet of music. No, again, but, but the nah. cunt's a fucking robot. He's uh, honestly amazing. Such a good guitarist. Just never, never misses a note. Always in time. Great that way. Um, Who was your first drummer then? Our first drummer was the first drummer we ever jammed with was Chris. Yeah. And Chris, one day, I don't know what happened. I still to this day don't know. We're we're playing. We're jamming. They practicing. And then we're in the middle of a song. Uh, no, we're just in the, in the next song. Chris just started packing up. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm done. Don't worry, do this. Really? <laughs> and that was that. He just walked to it. Did you do a shit. show by then? No, no. Nah. We were just we were just starting out, eh? So, um, as I say, me and Chris had been in bands. The rest of the boys had never been in a band. So, I don't know if that was the reason. Was that Nessie's first band? Yeah, that was Nessie's first band. Really? Aye, aye. I was say Nessie, Robbie, and Kyle's first band. And then after that, it was Steam Bar. Yeah, Steam yeah. Bar. And then you oh, had, man, who was that like, boy from Bloodsport? We had um, uh, uh, Aiden. Aiden. Uh, aye, yeah. Aiden. We had Aiden at the end of it. Aye. Yeah. Aiden. Tell you what, like, out of all the drummers I've worked with, um, Matt at the minute is amazing, but him and Aiden are on par. Like, Aiden is uh, such a good drummer. Unreal. Fucking unreal. I remember him being in Bloodsport back in the day. Aye, I went aye. to download the first one. I kind of camp, but I was in with the, those boys. Aye. They had just played King Tuts when I seen them. Nice. Um, and I knew, and I seen the reckoning, but he got uh, some sort of like illness or something, paralysed or something. No, it was a shame. he got him. Um, at one point, I, I, he probably still it's a, I end up with it's like, I think it spells palsy right it's like paralysed at one point in your face or aye, something but yeah. it's, that's always a ten, it's a temporary thing that it gets sorted so oh, right. I'm sure he got, I'm sure he got over that aye, that was something that happened at his yeah. work uh, but aye, that's a fucking that happened to me when I was a kid man it's horrible but aye, that was a shame but aye, that happened when he was in the band um, aye, we, aye, funny enough that Aiden must have played Tuts a few times we played Tuts twice with him Did no you? once once we played Touch twice with Archives. It was once with Steam Bar, once with... Supporting, I take it. Right? Yeah, yeah, aye, supporting. Uh, but aye, Steam Bar was our first drummer and another... He was another brilliant drummer man, just so technically perfect. Like, he would record... He would. He couldn't use... It was weird. When we, when we record with Stephen, he couldn't use a click. Like, right. he just, he'd just go... Yeah, as he is. Yeah, aye, yeah. and he was great. Um, aye, and we we done... We released, uh, we released the two songs wrote another few songs what was uh, your first gig with Archives the first gig with Archives was my birthday the 21st of June that was a mess man like that was <laughs> such a mess and I ended up went alien was it that night. yeah um, and we done it I'm, I'm sure it was for my birthday I'm sure the gig was my birthday gig and I'd booked all these other band no it wasn't oh, I can't remember <laughs> either there was one where I booked all the bands. Oh no, we done gigs every year because it was Archives' birthday as well. well that's what it right. was. The first year it was a uh, Sleepless that uh, Jamie had got down a band for Aberdeen, Sleepless, who were great. Another, they were right. a brilliant band, man. So polished and the production was incredible. Um, and they were very, very like amateur affliction. Like that's when I'm Amity, oh, so they were very, yeah. very, very amateur affliction. Uh, that's the kind of vibe I got for them with the singing and uh, a great band. And it was a big lineup, and that was Archives' first show. 
bad we'll rip the fucking piss out of it like we pretty much promised that obviously we're going to have a drink but we'll take yeah. it easy the night before and that but it's my birthday so I'd went out the night before oh right you just fucked it oh aye 7 o'clock in the morning I'm walking about this alien statue like taking it to my mate's house <laughs> you know like I, I'd, I, I just I, who's I, getting an alien statue from? I got from Broomhead I, uh, there was a pal gave me it, uh, it, was, it was, Lee's still got his house Lee's still got that fucking alien man Caesar uh, and nobody appreciated it either that night no one appreciated it like I was raging I turned up with an alien and everyone's like nah fuck off we just get that for fuck off and I'm <laughs> 7 o'clock in the morning I'm trying to phone Nessie and other boys in the band to tell them about my shenanigans and they're like you're a dick what the fuck are you doing uh, like, what are you doing man? we've got our first gig tomorrow <laughs> so I think you're just rough as shit the next day nah man I was still fucked like we met at 11 o'clock the next day uh, to practice and that and I was still fucking wrecked and, but at that point man I'm, I mean we were drinking non stops, that was yeah. just normal. Like, you know, yeah. we just drink it up and fucking go. That was, it was a laugh. We just started drinking again. But uh that I can't I can't actually remember a lot of gigs were archives and the other boys say that as well. Right. Like we were always fucked. I think the Heroes gig was one of one of your first kind of handful as well. That was Heroes a warning. No, every gig we played in the family was packed. No, that's what no, I was oh, saying sorry. is like the the Heroes of Warning gig must have been one of your original handful gigs. The, the kind of the first ones. Again, I don't. I, maybe, maybe yeah. I. Is that gig sold out? Yeah, that was, a seller. yeah. that was a complete seller. Yeah, because yeah. one um, of the boys moved away to Australia or something, or somebody, somebody moved far away. I'm sure. Kaz, Kaz works away a lot. Like Kaz, right. uh, the guitarist, a bigger guy. He's a uh, he does a lot. He's done like a lot of tour management and stuff over the years. He's been all over the world. Aye. He's actually with. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's working with um, with Sam Ryder at the minute. Right. Which he's a, a I don't know what he's doing for him but in all the pictures you see he's always with him nice. so Kaz has done pretty well for himself uh, Leo moved away the vocalist he moved to Glasgow um, and the drummer Rob he moved back down to Doncaster I don't know uh, where I got to show you for. somebody maybe, moved you could, somebody, you I'm sure right, somebody moved away but I'm sure that was the whole reason they broke up the, I, Doncaster and fucking just, it was Sydney are quite <laughs> see, see we hear lies man they were just another one of these amazing bands that should have fucking been huge but yeah. like I, they just just obviously never go over the fence that you see with so many bands it's such a shame yeah. but you just never get past that point that's good management I'm sure they're good management that kind of shit but um, that's part of the parcel these days in bands as well it's yeah. all about who you've got working behind you that's literally it's not what you know it's who you know yeah. you can be the tightest band going but if you've got somebody that's connected to someone you will play that's how a lot of these shit bands are getting places and some of the good bands are left behind and that's just how it is Aye. these days but at the end of the day man that's that's how the game works. So, like, yeah. if you're getting into it, if your music's good, your personality as well in a band as well. If you're a complete fucking arsehole that worked twenty years ago. Ah, it's no new. No anyway. If you're a pure dick, you're going nowhere. I mean, you look at that bands from uh, that were the the students up in Perth that wrecked that room through name um, Edinburgh. Did they? Yeah, it was Bannermans uh, upstairs. It was a, a student band from Perth that played there, and they absolutely annihilated this hotel room. Like wrecked it, Just man, fucking... and it was like rock star style. Ah, like, yeah. These were kids that didn't know any, yeah. probably didn't know any different. Yeah. I'm not being funny, man. When we were missing mile, I'm pretty sure we fucking yeah, we done that shit when we were kids, yeah. but we didn't yeah. know what we were doing either. Like, yeah, no, no, like no that bad. But yeah, I it was all over Facebook, and they got fucking ruined in that for it. Really, and that yeah. was them. That was blacklisted. Yeah, I they got kicked. They essentially got kicked out of their course and everything. Uh, everything, man. Uh, like, just goes to show that you can't do that shit anymore. If you're in a band, you've got to be respectful. Yeah, like, especially if people are putting you up or. There's that um you you mean the band Lotus Eater, eh? Glasgow band. Yeah, I mean, they did yeah. it. Ollie, obviously, this isn't like destroying hotels. This is a lot worse, but obviously, lead singer 
Apparently he's like being a cunt to a sixteen year old online and he's and all that stuff. Eh? All like again, twenty, thirty years ago, like that was the norm. And that's how it was. But nowadays, like if you've got if somebody's got a screenshot of you doing something even ten years ago, inappropriate as fuck, that comes out that's it's fucked. See ya. Aye, it's, that's you done. Aye, son. I mean, even being a bandit son, it's one of these worries that you've always fucking yeah, got, man, because yeah. I mean I was an arsehole when I was younger, but yeah. oh. <laughs> I don't think it was ever that fucking bad or I fucking hope I wasn't but it's yeah, one of the things where it's like well shit yeah, but and, uh, at the end of the day it's your own fault but the Otis are, are, are a good example because they were going somewhere they were like two what? weeks away from releasing an album really? and their first album they got Ollie Sykes I guess vocalist oh shit yeah did you not hear that song Obliterate no it's fucking brilliant man like, I remember a lot of Sierra but they obviously just they, oh, they, they're, um, their uh, lineup changed a lot right. over the years uh, but uh, that's just an example of, of how it's bands can just like go from uh, top of the game mind that um, like the um, All Points East this, it was a festival a couple of years ago it was uh, Bring Me Support and Architects While She Sleeps Vukovic and Lotus Eater that's a lineup. and now Lotus Eater were on that lineup, and I remember Lotus Eater now yeah. right? Aye. and then they went from like that they're on the up they're on the up and then that one thing came out and then another thing came out and then it's there must be there must be a warehouse somewhere with like CDs albums and that because that album was ready to go two weeks away from being that's it cut it and it's mental how quick that can happen so one of these things as well like if the bands were under a label or whatever like that they probably oh there's a lot of money money. yeah Yeah, like a lot of fucking money man because I know folk got their pre-order money back obviously because they weren't getting it that's a really that's a really annoying thing in this scene that you see a lot it's just like you just see so much of this fucking these stupid arseholes fucking taking the piss out of younger birds and that kind of stuff yeah. it's like what's the fucking just makes it all seem like fucking immature and that and one of my favourite one of my favourite vocalists is uh, Charlie I can't even set name now from Heart and Hand mine Try oh, My Love Me Heart and Hand, Hand yeah oh that aye he aye Charlie Holmes yeah aye yeah again amazing vocalist but did his shit that he shouldn't have done yeah there's a lot of that unfortunately aye that's the thing I'm covering fucking tattoos of like multiple bands not one of them oh, yet has got you yes. know what I mean but it just takes that like like I said that one screenshot for 10 years ago and it's like fucking aye fuck them oh well right so aye. archives archives right okay so we kind of talked about the early days the better days EP I remember that was a peak like, yeah I remember Nessie coming in to PJ shifts with like new voice because I've been recording all weekend <laughs> You worked hard, man. He did. No, I'll give him the, I'll give him the juice. That EP is a good EP. Aye. Aye, really. Could, we put a lot of work into that. Um, choosing like the songs now we're going to use and then what we've done. Production Better Days with Laura. That's, that was a good... Yeah, that was one of the ones where it was like, fuck, like, I really wanted to do that. Like, I really wanted to get Laura, like, a, a, some, an hour vocalist yeah, and do that bit. And then yeah. I'd known Laura for so long. She's so good. She's got such a unique voice. Yeah. It was one of the things where it does, if you listen to the song, it's like, I don't know when I first listened to it for so long I'm like does that work or does it not does it work or does no, it not it does and then I it's yeah. listening to it now I'm like oh I love that I love that bit and then yeah. just delete it even Demon was quite catchy uh, that's like a catchy song if you didn't if you came to see you that song would be the one that you leave in the head like you know what I mean that'd be the one that'd be stuck I right. would say nice one aye for what I think anyway I've used, I've used to open with, a, with Demon I'm sure yeah. yeah that was a good one yeah for so Demon. you recorded that EP uh, where about we recorded it with Trav through it I can't I can't remember the name of the studio now but Travis Wally fucking amazing engineer we would have done it all with him but we're just so skint like it cost us so much to just do the tracking and stuff but then it was actually our, another one of our friends eh, Mark oh good here we go Um, Kieran oh man Kieran Smith for Aberdeen he's a drummer in um, 
to kill Achilles no. at the minute. No. Nah, um, aye, he's jumping to kill Achilles, but uh, it was him that mixed, it was him that mastered it all, right. and uh, that's what really pulled it out. Like, yeah. he, but he was like he's a metal drummer, so he was right into the scene. So yeah. his master, he like he knew exactly. What like, so was Trav, Travis, yeah. amazing as well. But I mean, he was doing it for next to nothing because he was starting yeah. out and he was really good. So that's where the overproduction kind of stuff comes from, like, or if you if you can hear it. Um, so I've done that and booked a tour to go alongside it. I mean, again, that was one of these things that, in hindsight, we could do that. We could have done that release really so much better because nothing happened with it. Like in Dunfermline and Scotland, uh, a lot yeah, I was but. at the the release in EP, the, the release in PJs. Aye. I was at that. Was a Friday night. Uh, it was, I'm pretty sure. That, I'm pretty sure. That it was a good. I mean, there was two hundred fifty, two hundred people there, so they, it wasn't they, like under shoulder. No, I, I, like in Dunfermline and in Scotland, it, it was always gigs. We never ever struggled with good gigs. That's yeah. what I remember. Our guys, every gig was always amazing. Yeah, maybe because we we're wrecked, but still, <laughs> every gig. But we always had a good crowd. We always got moving that kind of stuff. But the music never went anywhere. Right, know, like it just never got heard. I think you were a wee bit late for the sorry early for the kind of like if you're a new band these days. Yeah. Like one of my best mates, Jordan, he's in a band and he's his band. They're getting put in like playlists on Spotify. Yeah, you're you were just too late early, early. for that because if, if you'd done archives now and all that shit was out, you'd be on like personal playlists. And obviously, I hate I don't really like Spotify. At all. I do pretty much hate it because uh, I, I don't think it's a good way to distribute music. I but don't use it. <laughs> well, I I always say buy your music. Anyway, that's by the buy. Uh, so, but the amount of people that put songs on playlists shit it about that's how people uh, find music these days. It's no longer going to going to see support bands. That's how you found or like here's a, a here's a compilation CD. Mm. I like that but I, I loved getting free CDs at Kerrang back in the day like who are this band who are that band Aye. it's literally sharing playlists now that's what's that's what's the future yeah. which is fair enough TikTok as well man that is the biggest platform uh, dude fucking dude, didn't even start dude, TikTok, see you at the minute man. honestly man TikTok really? is the biggest and best platform for any musician nah. at the minute it's only because of the way the algorithm works you know it's incredible you just yeah, I know, short snippets yeah. of your songs if you've got one good part of a song yeah. that's all you need to put out just needs fucking cheered once. It just needs to be taken on. Yeah. Fucking, it's a bit harder metal because you, I don't think we're going to see fucking cunts dancing along to our beatings. <laughs> you know, make up dances to go with it. But you know, uh, it's one of the Also, we did a, a wee TikTok for archives, which was just Laura's part. She was, oh my god, this Aye. girl's amazing in this but band. Like, <laughs> another thing, if you look at the archives Instagram, man, we were fucking funny. Like, no so much me, <laughs> no so much me. If any of jokes got fucking, I was, I, I was the joke of the band. But the other boys, man, they were so fucking funny. And if we had TikTok and putting the shit we've done on TikTok now, <laughs> I, I think Vine was a thing back then. You could have no, six man, seconds. No, nah, Vine, uh, Vine was Vine, Vine. Vine was class. Vine was only about for like six months, man. Nah, longer than that. Yeah. It was like two or three years. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. Man. Right. Okay. I'll shut the bus in. I didn't think that was a very long thing, but I mean, that's what TikTok is. It's just was like, it long with six seconds? That was the whole point of it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, ah, yeah, that that was it. Eh? But uh, we just we never. That was, uh, there was no, no physicals as well, but no, there wasn't. No, I think Nessa got uh, an LP made for him. Did he? That did. was it. But yeah. there was no like CDs or anything. Nah, or we never done anything like that. Yeah, and a lot of merch like him. Um, that was good, man. We um, there was for a time because it, it was mainly people who done family, but we'd go to gigs all the time. You'd always see our fucking archives top. Yeah, the maroon one. Yeah, the maroon yeah, one. You'd yeah. see the maroon one, or you'd see the, the when we'd done the tie dye one, which was cool. That was really cool. Right? You used to see archives tops everywhere. Class. But that was just another thing that was like because we got the branding right, but we just yeah. copied while she sleeps. Did you? Not we how it looked, but how we how they done their branding. Oh right, like, okay. How they? Yeah, yeah. Right, like, okay. Turn into a trendy thing, like right. Um, 
Is that a bad thing? They're good people to copy. If you're going to copy anybody, they're, we were just in the we right were, direction. We were just about to sleep rip off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or we just tried to be, you know? That brings us to the next thing because you used to play Crows. Yeah. At the, that was like your yeah. second last song. Yeah, we'd, we'd, uh, we'd cover Crows every week. We didn't hate playing it, but we didn't know it. What you, how? We didn't play it right, man. Oh, I believe yeah. like you didn't know it. To, you didn't know like the song. Oh yeah, yeah, we knew like the song. Like that. That was just, if, as I long could, as you get the give me your hand part right, you've kind of grabbed it anyway. So I mean, yeah. I would do that because Nessie fucking didn't get the song very well. Really? But, I know, no, Nessie was not. He was not. I think he was a big, big fan of that song. The the rest of us were, but he, he was great at. Mm-hmm. Nessie was some vocalist, man. Still is some vocalist. But aye, aye, aye. Nene, we done that tour. Um, I'm yeah. sure one of the gigs was Bannerman's or something in Edinburgh I, I was meant that. to go through a bunch of old in people it was a Sunday night I was either oh, yeah. Banshee's Labyrinth or that something was... I can't mind but you were playing Edinburgh one night that was supporting an Italian rock band I remember that Italian rock band yeah, yeah it was the only time I ever played there that's why it was an Italian rock band that we supported can't remember the name of them like but they, I were pissed off because they weren't there <laughs> like they never watched us so we're like fuck it we're not watching them your friends are probably on tour for about two weeks tired to that age just like <laughs> so but, you did the, the you did the EP launch you did that tour nah. and then pretty much nothing eh nah, nah after that nah, nah was it, was it a conscious like decision to do nothing we used to like want to like take a a breather for a minute it was just got lazy laziness yep. uh, and yeah. it's one of these things that happens like you start to think even at that point we didn't think we were doing very well but it was like we're doing alright we'll just keep running off of that and then just died out Nothing really happened. I think everybody's life changed because uh, thingy had became a dad. Aye, aye. Um, there was, uh, yeah, I mean, there was like, um, we got we got Aiden in as well. Mm-hmm. After Steam went away to the army, we got Aiden in. And then um, there was uh, there was a bit of fallout in that there. Uh, and then we're just, we're always looking for another drummer. Uh, never, not, Drummer's the hardest one. Aye. You're going to get, you're fucked. Yeah. You always had the uh, Monty's to practice in, which was always a kind of blessing. Aye. Because finding, finding a drummer is the first part that's hard. The second part is where the fuck we're practicing. Aye. That's so the problem we got with this band at the minute. Right. Um, but, um, aye, aye. Uh, but I mean, Archive's done, we've done a few tours, mainly Scotland. We've done yeah. a big one for uh, Better Days where we were down south in Wales and everything. Aye. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, man. I so the oh, nice. last tour, like the biggest tour we'd done, I think it was five, four or five Scotland dates, four English dates, three, two Wales, something like that. Maybe less. No, I think it ended up being less. A few dates got caught, but we're like, we're away down, we're away down in Plymouth and that. That's that, that was cool, man. But was that just a straight two week tour? Nah, um, no. The first up. week we done in Scotland and we didn't get. I'm, I'm sure we only had a van for one day for that. Like the last date, and then we went down. So what was the what was the transition in the waves then? How did you know the boys for Glasgow? That was a weird one. So that waves kind of started at the very very end of archives for me. It was we were in recording a new song, archives. I've still got the demo on my phone somewhere, um, and we put up a snippet a snippet of it. And Kieran Gregg, who is man, this cunt's producing is unreal and mm-hmm. oh man the boys are a genius honestly I'm lucky with some of the boys I've had in these bands I'm fucking not talented, talented at all um, but I kind of messaged me he's like uh, oh yo if you ever need any support I'm starting this new band and he sent me over a clip of Recoil like just a bit of the guitar parts and I heard that I was like oh my god man that's like counterparts and I was like I was just like oh like I, I was just getting like early death of Anna fucking if you're what he was saying and that he's like ah, I just want to do singing and get a screamer and I'm like I was getting early death of Anna vibes I'm getting like counterparts I'm like 
this is exactly what I've wanted for years. Like somebody just to fucking come in with a tune and be like, what do you, what do you think? I mean, right after that, like we we're in the middle of recording, shit was going hanging. I was like, you're looking for a vocalist. <laughs> and he was like, aye, we don't got one. I was like, you were recording with archives at the time. Aye, aye, but we started to fucking, as, like we all came out. Anyway. Uh, nothing else was released after that EP. Nah. So it's a, it's a shit written, it's just never came out, I take it. Yeah, yeah, we had a, a few songs right, and I'll fucking I'll let you hear that, man, if I can find that. Yeah. Um, but I came, sent me over, he's like, people looking for support. So that's how that kind of started. I got talking to Kieran. Um, that was still two or three years before Waves really done anything as well. Right. Um, maybe I about two years. So then in that year, Archives kind of just went black. We're looking for another drummer, we're trying to write, and then it just fizzled out. Yeah. And that's when Robbie started having kids and then yeah. folk just weren't feeling it as much anymore. You left Monty's as well which I suppose was kind of because that was like your home Aye, I'd and that's where your practice was and that is so that obviously wouldn't be as much. Aye. Got, fucking I'd got a new job in that and like I've no seen other boys it wasn't that the other boys when they did a lot it was they did like, it was their first band so right. I kind of I still don't say I know what I'm doing because like it was but you're experienced at like, the degree. I, I was getting tours booked I was doing all the releases and that and yeah. even at that point I'm going Nothing's happening. Yeah. Like, nothing's happening, man. Yeah. Like, so I was like, I'm, I, personally, I was just like, I'm just, it wasn't so much as just going, oh, fucking fuck this, man. I'm so shy to this. Like, it was just like, yeah. I'm going to just stop because I'm not really doing anything. Yeah. Like, I didn't feel like I was able to pro- make any progression with the band or that. So just yeah. kind of probably getting in my own head a wee bit there, probably. So was Waves already a band? No. Waves you, didn't you have a name. Name of Kieran was in a band called um, Regions before, and we right. played with them in Aberdeen. Archives have played with them in Aberdeen a few times. Aberdeen was all tunnels. Uh, actually, it was downstairs at Gabs. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, that was that one. Uh, we played tunnels a lot. Like that's my good venue. Favorite. Oh, so good. Man. That in the thingy fifty four area fifty four. Aye, that's across 52, the road. Well, aye, yeah, I've yeah, never so actually been in that. But yeah, yeah it's aye. like caves kind of vibe. Aye, it's literally across. It's under a big in a big tunnel. Yeah, outside the Max and Spencer's. There's a big Marks and Spencers and where the tunnel is, yeah. It's right across the roof of the tunnel, I'm sure. Yeah. Man, we used to play tunnels all the time and it was always packed and amazing. That's my first place seeing Death of Honor. In tunnels? Yeah. 2011. Just released. It was the Smiles All Round tour (sighs) and they were trying to generate money to record Fools. So that's when they played like My Life is Average and it was the last tour they played Oh Howard, You Crap Me Up and all that. Holy shit. No lot of folk would be able to get that oh, there, man. No, no, no oh, lot of man. That. that is that, that's an unappreciated riff. So, so see no, see talking about TikTok, see if Havana released that or if TikTok was a thing in two thousand and eight, that riff would be like, it could be everywhere. And yeah. friends like these, that's like a total oh, sing along song. That's yeah, that, that would grab folks' attention. <laughs> now let's not reminisce on what could have been. Right, aye, so aye. we've got waves. You got sent a demo. I got sent you a demo. You jumped on it. You want a vocalist? I was like, I'll, I'll try. I've never really done it before, but I've been letting it fucking try it for years. So I'll try it, man. And uh, I went along for a few practices, and like the first time, like for about two years, any time I went along to a practice with a different band there. Yeah. Like it was always Kieran, but yeah. they kept swapping members, kept swapping members. Then there was one point where I never heard from them for ages, and it turns out they've got another vocalist in. Ooh. So, but I was only trying out. Oh, and right. I, I hadn't done it before, and who they got along was I. I knew the vocalist at the time. Um, he's, he was amazing. He was really fucking good. So when I heard they got him, and I went, "Fair yeah, enough, hands up. Enough, yeah, man. Yeah. That's fine." Um, and then that fell apart, and then Kieran got back in touch with me. When we started working again, me and him, um, another guy, Gregor, came in, uh, the guitarist that we've got now, Gregor, Tom- uh, Gregor Thomas, and then uh, Callum came along, who's our bassist still, uh, Callum Robertson, and 
just for there, like we just clicked, man. Like they're just the nicest guys I've ever met in my life. Like pleasantly, uh-huh. just honestly, such nice people. So we were, uh, so we we jammed a wee bit. I think we maybe had a guitarist, a, a, a drummer, some drummer tryout, but I don't know. And then we posted for a drummer online, and this guy called fucking Matt Ellis got in touch. Now Matt Ellis, man, that's our current drummer at the, at the minute. This cunt's a machine. Like honestly, he's such a good drummer. It's unreal. He was um, over in Oz. He was the German Traditions, no, pop punk band. Right, okay. Big. See around me versus hero. Remember when you're clicking through YouTube and finding all these new bands? Yeah, there's always that we comment the side aye. for what you might like. Right, okay. Traditions were one of these bands that would always pop aye. up in there for me. Aye, so right, it's cool. Okay. Um, again, it's, I only recognised them. We, he, he eventually we're down the line he, he told us oh I was in this band I was in this band we support the Paramore we've done this we're like, what the I, fuck yeah, just, yeah man just over saying they're just getting out there just like <laughs> nothing man he just yeah man yeah so one, one time we support I'm like fucking what the fuck man <laughs> holy shit um, aye and then Matt came along and then aye that was that we just started jamming and we're practicing this set practicing this set practicing this set nowhere near ready we had like five songs and then um, we put a recoil like just released it that's been out for a year and the same I've been getting the same kind of feeling as what I had with Archives because Recoil has done nothing so this is at the point now where we're like we need to get a manager or something like that or do something what when you released Mindset oh no I'm on about Recoil no I'm, yeah but one. you said you the same way about uh, when, Archives when we, when we released the EP oh the EP yeah, right okay just right. nothing really happened right. like, but even less is happening with this one but right. I realised why there's not a lot of content to go out with it and that kind yeah. of stuff so that's the problem it's all about content yeah. you need the videos you need somebody to edit little can like yeah. follow you into on a tour yeah. and make make a two week tour into a two minute video exactly and get everyone taking photos that's yeah. the shame about music it's no longer about music no. it's just shite but it's all about the content it it's, is it's about what you put now it's about yeah. getting to know everybody in there so that's the stage we're at now is really well before anything we need to do this yeah plus I need to record all my vocals so but aye and then uh, we put we released Recoil and it was do you know Johnny Almond's no. Johnny Almond is um he books for Triple G. Alright, uh, oh, okay. Pretty much see all the metal bands you go and see. Yeah. Johnny's putting them on. Aye. Yeah. Johnny's nice. brilliant guy, man. So nice. He was in a band called was it Swallows he was in? Swallows? No, 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 no. Swallows are really big, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, no, they weren't they weren't big, but they're a good hardcore band for like two thousand and eight. You thinking of Walls, the band? I'm sure it's Swallows. Right, sure. there's a band called Walls, there's a band called Swallows, and there's a band called Gallows. So no, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure it was Swallows. Swall- uh, he was at, anyway, but he, he was bassist. Uh, they were a hardcore band as well, whoever it was. I could be right, it could be Swallows. Um, yeah. But uh, he was a he was a, he was a bassist in them. Uh, either that or there was a, he was in the band that used to always tour with them. Fuck knows. But I uh, Johnny he puts on all the decent like all the good bands and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I got a message through, being like a fucking sent the waves a wee email. And uh, like <laughs> one of my favourite bands at the time, man, were Blood Youth. Like, mate, I, I mean, seeing them with you at uh, Sporting Sleeps, yeah, I remember at ABC. So there we go. That's yeah. the, I, I love them. They're one of my favourite bands when I was doing all the shit with uh, with Waves at the start. I'm like, that's who I was listening to a lot. Yeah. And it was one of these things where I was like, that could be possible supporting these. Guys. Do you like Blood Youth now that Kai is at the band? I'm starting to like them now right. but uh, I thought their peak was the Closure EP yeah Closure was yeah that was mate. beautiful like, with failure and shit yeah um, 24-7 yeah. so, um, breathe and all that so we get this email it's like um, do I open for Blood Youth <laughs> Death Blooms 
So ah, nice. Aye, and I just started listening to Death Blooms as well, who are one of my favourite fucking bands now. Right. So we got this email, hadn't gigged or nothing, I was just like So your first gig's supporting Blood Youth? First gig was supporting Blood Youth and uh, Death Blooms, man. What was the venue? It was in Opium. Was it this small Blood Youth only playing Opium? Played Opium. This was uh, first gig post Covid. Ah right, yeah, okay. So right. it was it was it was right place, right time and that kind of shit, man. Um we were not ready. I was fucking shit myself. I had a very bad fucking month that month and shit as well. Right. Shit happening yeah, the week yeah, before yeah. and that kind of stuff. A lot of stuff like fucking dad's funeral was a week before the first gig and shit. Yeah, it was uh, fucking heavy. It was one of the ones where it's like, do I do it or do I not? Um, and I was like, I fucking go for it. Yeah. Uh, but it was, I that was surreal. Just it was one of the things where it was like, I genuinely thought about that. Like with this band, I was like, if I could support someone like Blood Youth, man, that'd be like a box tick. That'd be yeah. happy. I'll walk away if I can hang. And we just got the message. I seen them playing. I was like, I need to get tickets for that. And then we got the message and I was like, fuck it. So we done it and it was good. It was it was an alright show. Were you better than what you thought you were gonna be? Nah man, like What were you worried about? Was there just not enough product people made or Eh uh, well I mean Were you just not good behalf, vocally? Were you just not I didn't confident? I didn't know. I'd never done a show before doing vocals ever. Like uh, right. I, whenever I've gigged me, I've always had a guitar in front of me. I see you hide almost yeah. yeah. But on top of that, like I'd never that obviously I don't really count the missing mile of shit like with me singing because it was one of the things where it was just it just happened yeah, had to, you kind of had to yeah. aye, we had a few gigs in that boots yeah. everything's fucked up so we're like right let's go for it um, so but this one it was like this is one of my favourite bands this band only man these guys are good yeah. they're really fucking good the songs are good yeah the songs are a lot it's fucking fantastic and I'm just like shit it's for Johnny's going to be there fucking Blood you, and then obviously people, my pals are going to come and see me. Yeah. So it was just, it was fucking it was scary. I was like, I've never done this in this way before. It was weird, man. Because That's I, class. Your first one's Blood you, know, Even cool. though they're not like, they're not the, the, the peak for us, but still though, like, that was, I, yeah. That was with a new vocalist as well, just starting. I think that's why they're probably playing Opium then. Those they, it, yeah. See when they released, uh, what was that song? What was the Red album? You know the Red and Black album, their first proper album they did. Um, uh, reason add uh, reason to stay on it and all that shit. That was like their peak. Their and they released that kind of slipknot fucking. They went new metal instead. Uh, and, and it was it, shit. Uh, it was shit. That's new metal. A couple of years ago through lockdown, new metal, everybody started going new metal. Don't know why. Uh, same. 2001. Aye, yeah. totally. But I mean, even Death Blue, they count themselves as new metal, but I wouldn't say they're new metal. I've never heard of them, but I'll get them all soon after. Goodbye, man. Just very in your face. Yeah. Fucking. Aye, so that was your first gig was um, with Abel, Blood Youth and Opium what yeah. was the next one uh, after uh, then uh, th- then this is what happened again we weren't ready and this is to the point now the gigs just kept going so I'm pretty sure after that I think it was after that we maybe I think it was Glasgow we played and uh, that was with was that with Kaki Hara and that because Kaki Hara and our band that we've been bouncing about with, they're amazing. Band for hardcore band for Edinburgh, incredible. But I'm sure it was like Kaki Hara slept on. We played with them in Glasgow, two fucking incredible bands. Then it was with Triple G again, we supported Tigris in a classic grand. Um, I love classic grand. Good, good, good. Oh, what floor so was it? It was in the bottom one, the oh, middle yeah, one. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, the top one. Yeah. And that was a funny one though, because it was actually a, a hardcore night going on upstairs, but like hardcore dance. Oh, it's right. like 180 BPM. To... <laughs> you could hear it all night. 
Tiger starts doing her little acoustic stuff in that man. She just uh, you don't even need any uh, your in ears on. Just fucking listen to that. Exactly. Like just oh man, it was That's fucking a <laughs> stupid. But uh, and Bleak Souls, um, we play with they, they were uh, headlining that that show. Can't remember Bleak Souls. They were the, he was the singer of another and another good band. Can't remember though. Kieran, uh, they all knew them. Right. Um, so I would release Recoil, fucking, and then this is pretty much where we're at now, man. Gigs just kept rolling and rolling and rolling off. Yeah. Like nothing stupidly big or anything, but it was just getting them opportunities. Aye, it was getting them all the bands around Scotland. So like, there's quite there's a good there's a good hardcore scene building up in Scotland at the minute, which is cool. There's a, a lot of good bands coming out. Uh, they've got a good network with each other at the minute so that's really what bands help each other it will always get further you yeah. know what I mean if they're in that yeah. kind of um, close netness you've got a band up in Aberdeen who are doing the best job at it right now below the neck uh, and a guy called Finn um, he's aye, they're, they're great guys for doing it they put on that was another show we played was a neck fest up in Inverness and that was one of the best shows that's uh, one of my favourite shows yeah but again it was all the bands that were playing it so it was like Guys like uh, Vows for Aberdeen, who's Dean Morris and a guy that I've known for years through the bands up in Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Below the Neck, Kakahara were up there for that again. Was this a, a venue or was that an outside Oh, no, that, that was in a venue. That was. Ironworks? No, man, the most British pub name you'll ever know. I don't know why. Red Lion? The Tooth and Claw. <laughs> the Tooth and Claw. <laughs> the Tooth and Claw. <laughs> but it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a music venue, though. It's weird. It's And it's amazing. It's sm- pretty small, man. I mean, like, maybe. PJ size, but like, yeah. I'm saying small. It's good, good size, but oh, good it's fish, brilliant, like. brilliant. Aye, and then you're kind of one of your. Uh, you think your last gig was when I was at um, at PJ's doing the opening for the Karangers night. That was weird, eh? I thought it was good. <laughs> it was weird in terms of like what was going, like just what the fuck. Well, yeah, because I didn't, I didn't know you were playing, and I got told, and I was like, I'm definitely going to check that out because I didn't know you were in a new band. Oh, if I'm being honest. Oh shit! Yeah. I uh, get under the radar. I just posted shit around and again. I'd never go on Facebook. Yeah. So I went to go see it, and yeah, it was like it was finally attended. It wasn't like dead, uh, but he's played really fucking well. One thing I will say is play loud, you're very very loud, and that's that's good. Even even I noticed it. I've got fucking tinnitus, and I've seen like Motorhead live and all that shit. <laughs> even I went away thinking, fuck <laughs> that. I went, to, that, I went to a pub that uh, like straight after. I was like, I can barely fucking hear you, cunts, but. Shit. We are loud, man. See our practices. It's fucking unreal. I can never hear myself. Oh, it's yeah. <laughs> so fucking loud. He's very good. I loved your uh, Rage cover. That was really good. Aye, we just we chucked that in uh, for that show. Eh? Man, see learning that fucking song. You don't like it? It's just so hard. You think? It's alright, man. That, that, that was, like, I've learned quite a few songs in my day, eh? but yeah. that's, that was a hard song. It was getting. Um, my, it's the band have to play it perfect. Yeah, they miss a beat. I'm fucked. Like, because it's always uh, yeah, it's always yeah. coming in off the offbeat. Like, yeah. it's always it's on offbeat off, on the offbeat. The, the lights are starting. I was totally gutted because I was meant to go see Rage Against the Machine like that month. But so you can't play a wee song. It was, so. it, that, it was like the week before or something. Eh? Uh, oh, fucking brutal. raging. I actually bought tickets on the day for that. Eh, on the day it got cancelled, like fucking stupid. <sighs> Funny enough, man, that PJ's gig. I played PJ's so so fucking much. That is the most nervous I've ever been for a show uh, before that PJ's gig. I I was so nervous. You could tell even when I was. Playing man, either was something. I didn't know it. Nah, I fell. Nah. I shot my mic away at one point. You Never. fell. Aye, I didn't notice that. Nobody <laughs> seems to have noticed this. I don't know why I keep going on about. It. Yeah, man, I fucking fucking dumb with yourself, isn't it? Oh yeah, man. I, I was up, I was up on the barriers. Hey, like I think I had one foot up, fucking crotches some cunt's face. And uh, I went to come back down, and I had my case on there as well. Like I was using that as a step. My case flipped up. I fucking went away doing. Um, I didn't even see that. Aye, and there was one bit where because I was using a wireless mic because you kind of 
Britney Spears is my idol, man. Eh? So that's, again, I, I like my wireless mics. And I put it behind my back and I dropped it and I fucking launched it. I hit off the kick drum and hit the floor. Was and, it in time uh, with the kick drum at least? Oh, fucking <laughs> no. There was a massive spiky like radio feedback though and I was like, oh shit. Nobody, I, nobody knew what it was, I knew. Yeah. So I guess a bit. I think because you've not even released any of these songs yet, like you could literally fuck that song up so much to fuck people like, that was really, really good because we don't even know what it's meant to sound like. <laughs> well, that's part and parcel of why I've not recorded all the vocals yet because I'm <laughs> still not happy with them, eh? Like lyrics and that. You're not happy with what you've written for them. Just, Are you changing them every gig, Jank? No, 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 not really, not really. Um, it's it's not so much that I'm changing them every gig, but when I go to record it, I'm like, I'm doing the same stuff. I'm doing the same lyrics, but when I go to record it, that's when I start changing stuff. Right. Like, um, well, your technique and all that, or your words, words, words right. mate, I just um, just to get stuff either flowing a little bit better. Like when you, especially with with, with screaming, like when I'm live. As long as I'm getting the melody in key, like it, yeah. it, it molds itself and yeah. it's a different form of vocal. It's mainly there for melody. Like yeah. you know, if you can get the clarity out and people hear what you're actually saying, that's better. But um, when it comes to like my writing, like, I'm not a perfectionist, man. But it seems to be when it comes to lyrics, that's the only thing in my fucking life where I seem to be. So it just it, it takes a lot. I'll record it, listen to it, and go, nah, fuck that. That could be better. And instead yeah. of just keeping one bit, I'll delete the whole fucking thing. You know, I like start it's, it's, yeah, start from scratch and kind of hang. So um, it's one of these things, and it's no the right song to put out and whatever. But I'm doing a lot of the recording, recording that myself as well. We did it just for home, yeah. And I'm not, nah. I'm a live engineer, man. When it comes to stu- studio shit, yeah. Really well, you should have got a clue though. Aye, that's a good clue. Yeah. Aye, you do. Look what you've done well, here. Yeah, but I oh no, it's a class oh, mate. It's a class setup, <laughs> but I didn't do this. <laughs> Don't lie. Stop it. Stop it. It's a great idea. You come on. <laughs> um, with mine, obviously, laws fucking his voice up because yeah. it's bad technique and diaphragm shit. Did you learn the hard way? Did you? You always suck going went from the diaphragm, or you've been like like murdering your throat for the last ten years? Well, funny enough, the practice other night, mate, I blew my I blew my voice out, and I, I was doing everything wrong. Because we've not practiced for a while, and for uh, whatever right. reason, do you do warm ups? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I've got a lot of warm ups now. Like I, I kind of think I never really, get, I never get a sore throat when I scream, right? Uh, yeah, fun. never get a sore throat when I scream unless I'm, if I come off with a sore throat, I've, I've sounded shite as well because I've done everything wrong, right? Like kind of thing. Like you're, you're, it's all about fuck, it's all about filling your diaphragm and pushing yeah. it out and um, letting the um, the only thing you really mold when it comes to your throat and your um mouth is to get the note yeah. like you know everyone else's ear if you're pushing or anything like that you're fucking it right. but pushing for the throat anyway obviously with um, metal vocals it is a lot of like it's finding the rasp and then letting the air do the rest yeah. making sure that you always fall away I found so it the kind, of, the kind of hard way I started that well we were trying to start a band we started it in like 2020 or something so, over lockdown going down to Berwick to uh, do um, like just practices and stuff eh? And I just got ripped to fuck because like I was not doing it properly. And one of the things like folk don't maybe appreciate, especially vocalists themselves, your voice is an instrument. You need to take care of said instrument. Yes. Do not drink lots of fucking alcohol when you before you start uh fats and like oh. stuff like not eating chocolate. Yeah. Drinking lemon and ginger herb tea helps a lot. I didn't and I used to go doing and we'd be there for like we'd do like six hours and see by the first hour and a half I'd be like like I'm fucked yep. like I can't lie and obviously the first hour and a half when you're trying to you're kind of writing stuff and I'm like I've got this idea and we do a cover to 
we did trophies of violence so, that was the whole thing we, we, all, we all knew and we used to play that a couple of times to kind of get the, the thing going yeah. and I'd nail it I'm not saying nail it I'm not saying it was great but for what you know what I mean I wasn't struggling with it yeah. and then after that I'd be like well I'm fucked I was just like you fucking <laughs> did, you ever, did you lose a lot of did you get sore heads and like head in a snack yeah because yeah. I, well, I didn't I don't I'd use my diaphragm just right. to, uh, and as well I was tri- mm-hmm. um, I was unlucky my, the drummer we had he's a hard hitter he plays yeah. loud my other the guitarist turns with a fucking Marshall stack and I'm like I've got this wee PA thing I, right here there's nothing you can I do. can't compete with that shit Sweet. yeah I've got two I've got that there as well oh, uh, so I remember you've got them by <laughs> <laughs> so I like you uh, turn up you're just trying to compete and you can't hear yourself so I'll shout louder and the more you shout and it's like fuck it's, and you remember it's also yeah. like it's not about volume like it's, it's not, not it's I, not I, yeah I, and that, that's what I'm really starting to find with a lot of like my higher stuff and my shouts that's that's all about volume but see your lows and your growls and that's yeah. just quiet yeah. it's really quiet like I find in sound uh, when I'm doing it live if I've got a screamer I'm compressing their vocals to fuck man uh, you know so if they're losing any volume compressors keeping it at that kind of the compressors keeping it at that higher level you yeah. know letting it kick in a bit and then yeah. limit it for the higher stuff to kind of keep it in that same range essentially like that same kind of fucking uh, decibel range uh, but uh, it's it's fucking it's hard and then that's when you a, when you do waves do you do your own sound no. do you sound shit yourself and I, like cause you fucking I wish yeah nah uh, nah nah like it's always other engineers but um, man there's some bad fucking engineers about but it's not their it's not their fault like yeah. a lot of them it's just experience and that yeah. I find a lot of the guys just out of college uh <laughs> Experience is key when it comes to the live sound game. Yeah. Uh, but I, 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 at the minute we're working on um, just doing all our own monitors, you know, like trying to get the ears and everything sorted. Yeah. Get some, but again, it's, it's just investing. It's, it's it really, is money, a lot of it's money. Aye. And you've got to decide, right, yeah. well, we've also got to keep money back for the releases and recording and that kind of shit. Yeah. Like we're, we're beneficial with the fact that a lot, a lot of the stuff we do in the bands or everything we've done in the band so far has all been us, like the videos, everything. Mm-hmm. Like it's all been in bands recording and that, but I uh, money's son, um, money's always an issue. <laughs> Especially as well as like uh, kind of the drummer breaks something. Well, we need to buy this. Yeah, yeah I mean, like I feel like the, obviously the vocalist, as much as he gets all the the credit for it and shit. You know, I mean, when it comes to money, like you're the last person that's going to get a new mic. You know, what I mean, <laughs> I can't see new guitar strings or a new amp or a new. Aye. You know, what I mean, cab or something like. Aye. What do you use? To use a SM58. I you so I bounce between uh, I've got a Sennheiser uh, radio mic that I've got, but I bounce between that and a Beta fifty eight, which is I just think that the Beta's got a, the Beta's got a boosted mid range, so when ah uh, so it's better when it starts getting scooped out. You still yeah. when the engineer starts scooping out, I've still got a mid range there to kind of keep me up. Right, okay. Um, and it's nice and it's a pretty colour, mate. It's all I use now. You know, it's, it's a nice fucking cordless as well, mate. Ah, well, one of them is I, but. Uh, <laughs> I like, also like playing with my fucking with my XLR so I use the, the Rapid Ranger Fist ah just oh, something to yeah. <laughs> I didn't care what the game standing about kick the air on that falling over I falling air like fuck <laughs> so what's your next one is it 13th note yeah yeah I, I, I think the next one's 13th note we've got um, we've got Glasgow next month and we've got Dundee um, sure 13th note is the next one I'm sure I did my research right how did you get the name Waves Oh, well, uh, well, we're just coming up with, we're, we're outside the practice studio and we're trying to come up with names. And uh, that was one of the first ones we came up with. And we went, ah, I like that. Ah, let's go with it. Is it after the Death Vanna song? There is that part to you, though. 
Aye, for me. Yeah. It was a. I just, I just, I just, I don't know. It was just, it's just such a relevant fucking word and music in that as well. Right. Waves at the minute, you know, making waves or yeah, waves, yeah. plugs, that kind of stuff. In hindsight, I'm like, maybe we could abbreviate it. With waves, though, one of the things that we so see if try to search your band's name. If you type in while she sleeps on Google, right away. nothing but. But if you type in waves, it's like you got. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that's and how that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Hindsight. That's, but it's a nice name to have. Aye. Yeah. So that's why. I, but I, I mean, I think we're still at the stage where if I wanted to cut it, didn't you? Just like WBS waves. Oh, you like, put a wee ah, like, uh, uh, like Paris and all that stuff. Aye. Yeah. They could be upside down. Aye. Like I, I think we could do something like that. That might make it a bit easier. Uh, but I mean. I'm at the point now when I'm like, nah, yeah, that's definitely very important. Brandon's very, very, very important. Yeah. So uh, that's where we're sitting now, but this is the stuff we're trying to sort out before the next releases and before yeah. we start really fucking pushing it. Because as I say, we've been really rushed since we started because of that first gig and then just yeah. taking gigs. Yeah, first gig to support budget, I mean, it's uh, not, yeah. And we're, we're all boys that just wanted to get out gigging again. Yeah. Like, we love all the recording, that kind of side of it, but we just love gigging. What was the... What was this thing behind the archives name in the Milo? I actually not like to know these things. Missing Milo is a funny one. Like if you ask any of the boys, you've got a different story. But I came up, I came up with Missing Milo because I'd done a fucking play called Milo, and it was about a lassie getting on drugs and going missing. <laughs> <laughs> around the same time, around the same time as well, uh, there was this fucking stupid uh, British like band show. I can't. I, it must be the music. Right. Okay. And there was a band on that called Missing Andy. <laughs> So, yeah. and I thought their name was cool so I was like Mr. <laughs> Milo will fucking yeah, do that uh, yeah. stuck and it went with it um, archives a man we wanted to we, we knew we were going with a one word name yeah. I really wanted to go with well I guess it isn't one word but I wanted to, I wanted Maygate you know for the Maygate Maygate is one word as in like the street right man I'm dyslexic <laughs> <laughs> Maygate sadly Ken fuck no yeah. spy the Maygate like, so that's yeah. we kind of wanted to go with that but Nessie lived on Maygate and didn't want to so he didn't like that name we, before Archives we'd actually settled on Wolves and then There's a man a, called Wolves there is a Wolves <laughs> and Freedom Fairman ah uh, yeah the twins yeah uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, they had umlauts on their name though so I'm uh, sure yeah. we had that idea as well oh, yeah right, we had okay. that idea as well like, exactly like I'm that I'm sure there was a band called Wolves back in the day as well uh, that were like relatively big yeah and then uh, eventually we just stuck with Archives and then there was also another band called In Archives for the UK so oh, that didn't help so. I knew there's another band for Wales called Archives uh, we, should, we should get tagged in their uh, stuff oh are like, you not Archives UK though on, oh, no, I think yeah. so I right. But uh, aye, aye. Sue them. Sue them. But every penny they've Robbie, got. Robbie, <laughs> Robbie met them. He was at a gig down in uh, Ireland and he actually met them. And it turns out they're actually very not happy that there's another band called Waves because it fucks up all their releases. <laughs> they wanted to release a song called Better Days as well, but they couldn't because we put one. See with this uh, podcast, actually. I. So obviously, Stodcast, as soon as yeah. I thought that name, like, that's happening. It's class. There is actually a podcast called Stodcast. It's not been active for 10 years. So it doesn't really count, but and it was like it was shitty things, eh? But yeah, I get what you mean. Like, there's going to be fucking. There's, I think Always. we're in 2022. We've had 70 years of music plus every name getting names taken. Oh, I'm I, sorry, there's no more original good names no. anymore, especially one word names. You've got so, to find something that just sticks and that folk will remember. Eh? Yeah. Just whatever you like. I think Waves is good. Obviously, I think maybe you should for branding purposes and. Maybe getting sued or some kind later on down the line. Ah, I never actually. Like, so there'll be a lot of bands called Waves. Yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah, but aye, that's a uh, aye. 
Aye, even just cutting it down. I'll definitely sticking with waves because I like I like that name. Yeah, I'm breathing it down or whatever. To be hyphen or something or a wee aye. like German in like a dot or something. Or, yeah. I can guarantee though, if it, if we if it sticks with just the written word waves, yeah. it'll be waves HC. Waves T- hardcore. Oh, hardcore. Right, okay, right. Nah, fair enough, man. Aye. So part for the thirteenth note. You've got you got your studio time coming up. We are like we've just been in. Um, there's two songs actually like pretty much done. It's just vocals that need to go in. Right. Um, and you still scrapped the last song I'm doing. You had a bunch of lyrics written. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I get me. I changed. There was a, one of the songs we've been doing for the start. It was one of the first songs written. I literally changed the first line last week. Uh, <laughs> so I'm 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 going to get that down soon. Um, and then after that. We've got man. There's honestly a backlog about fucking thirty songs here. Like right. demos. Like Keenan just writes, and it's all fucking brilliant. That's so, a good thing to have. At yeah. least you're not struggling for things. No, I'm assuming it's just time, because obviously they're all throwing Glasgow and money. Obviously, it doesn't help. Aye, like yeah. we, we managed to get practice practiced once a week. Like I mean, we've got Amphid and Fairman. You've got a uh, Kieran who's Cumbernauld. You've got Gregor who's from Ayr. All right. Yeah. Oh. And then the other two boys are Glasgow and Where are you sorry, practicing? Edinburgh. Well, we at the minute. We're uh, practicing in Glasgow because Callum can't do the next two gigs. Right. So we're practicing with another guy called Dougal. Right. And he's Glasgow way, but we normally practice at Banana Row in Edinburgh. All right, nice. Aye, good, brilliant studio. Really, really good studio. Uh, aye, aye. So that's looking bright. Aye, I just need to get stuff released, get stuff out, and then fucking push it. Get another PG's gig in there. Aye. aye, we're waiting on that one. Like, hopefully, they get some decent booked. Uh, Johnny Watt was saying that he's wanting to book some. Like he's he's getting well and he's hardcore, so hopefully he will start booking some good bands in Dunfermline. Uh, I think Karangers and Mash has kind of opened the eyes aye. of like kind of Miller and Johnny, and that like there is a big um, still kind of rock and metal scene because obviously Definitely. Monty's don't do it anymore. No. There is no music no. in Monty's, which is really sad, especially because of, like the year before they stopped doing it, they moved the stage and that around. Yeah, I it was great. It was a brilliant venue. Everybody loved it. Yeah, you've got Cody's try to take that place, but again, it's I don't know. It's, they get bands and yeah. that's about that. <laughs> I just wish there was more kind of places in the tune that did gigs and that, yeah. Aye. Ah, could maybe wait until after January and we'll see what the tune's like and see if we can get anywhere. Aye. <laughs> that's my plan anyway. Get a wee EP release show. Ah, fucking get a pub and put, put some bands on. There is that. Aye, aye. Perfect. So, well, I hope everything goes well in the future with um, Waves. I was going to say Missing Mile, I don't know why I was going to say that. <laughs> fucking obsessed with it, lad. Fuck. <laughs> and then, uh, maybe in the future, when the Archives boys are all you've all matured a wee bit, you get can in, yeah. get a wee back into it or something. Eh? But sure, son, it'll happen. So, nah, thanks for helping doing this. Nah, cheers, man. Cheers for getting me It's on. always good to, to chat to pals and that, but Aye. just general shit, music, golf and tangents, but stuff. Fuck eh? so, nah, it's it is, man. Aye. Right, perfect. Cheers, man. Cheers. <laughs> From the cold and broken ways to fit.